Geek Minds Reassembled. Talking on the outside. Geeking on the inside. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, it's February, and it is February Sunday, the 12th. Damaris, what's so important about this day right now? Um, as you know, I've been waiting for this day for, I don't know, since the beginning of December. It's The Walking Dead's coming back on tonight. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was just, everyone's like, the Grammys, the Grammys. And I'm all like, The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's like, who, what? Grammys, what? No. I'm like, I can watch the Grammys whenever. I need to watch The Walking Dead. We in need life. to watch zombies getting their heads chopped off. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> But like cliffhanger, we need to find out what happens next. They did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now I'm like really antsy. I need to know. But since it is February and we were doing this whole uh, month of love kind of thing, we decided like the Walking Death coming back on. We cannot ignore this situation. So we never could. Yeah. It's going to be. Today's episode is going to be uh, about The Walking Dead, but about the love stories in The Walking Dead. There's so many. It's so, I think they, they intricate it. Like, it's so intricate and, like, they kind of seamlessly put it in a storyline. Like, it's never really forced. And I think that's what I really like about it. Oh, yeah. And I don't feel like it completely takes over, like, the story. It's, like, it's a part of the story. It's yeah, never, it's like, part. yeah. It's, like overwhelming or like in your face like it's 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 just there um so so who do you want to talk about who do you want to start with (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say that (laughs) we finish each other's sandwiches (laughs) jinx jinx again i'm trying okay so this was so impromptu i'm like looking up to see if i can find a list of the couples because there's been so many all right um Let's see. Uh, well, there's... Can we talk about Abraham and Sasha real quick? I can't. <laughs> okay, we could. We could start that. So, like, if you haven't watched it, you already know. If if you haven't watched it, just turn this off, first of all. Yeah, you're not please. A fan right just, just bye. Second. All right. If you have watched it, you know that we lost our dear, dear Abraham and his amazing one-liners. And... We took that very hard. Like, we, t- we it was so difficult. I know Anna and I took it really, like, personal. It hurt. Especially if you just had met him three weeks prior to that. It really hurt. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, Sasha and Abraham's relationship, I think, just came, for me, I feel like it came out of a need to, they both kind of found each other post-apocalypse, if that makes any sense. I think the big thing with them, too, is, like, they had suffered so much loss. Yeah. And. There's a commonality there. I don't know why they waited, like, so long to kind of get together. But. They're both grieving. I feel like there was that grieving, especially for Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, because she lost Bob. And her brother. And her brother. Oh, my God, that's right. And the thing with them is, like, they were already um, partners. Like, they went out hunting together, and they they had a friendship that formed into this romance. And it wasn't – because I feel like um, Eugene and Rosita, it was purely physical. 
it was just the need, the human need of like having to have sex, I guess. Because most of their relationship was physical. He didn't yeah. really seem to be attracted to her. Just physically. And then his guts spilled out. Oh, God, that was so gross when he died. Uh, no, I completely agree. And I feel like, yeah, with Sasha and Abraham, there was definitely that, there was a level of friendship and of candor. They could be very honest with each other. They were like, I'm going to call you out on your BS and you're going to call me out on mine. But they kind of like that about each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Rosita, Rosita and Abraham, I there was also that level of they kind of, and he said it, he thought that she was the last woman on earth. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this desperation plus the physical aspect because she is very, she's also very, I mean, Sasha's also very, very beautiful, but there was also, I guess there was that desperation of having a companion until they met somebody else. So, um, yeah. Their story, but yeah, I really like that there's kind of built up slowly. I really wish that they, we had more, like, that we really had more time. And when the writers put that last scene in, in that first episode back to season, it broke my heart into a million tiny pieces. And it makes me so angry at them <laughs> for doing that. That was, and what was so sad was, like, they hold the talking dead afterwards, right? And they, it was, like, this huge premiere. And after the show, it's like, it was raining, it was dark, the whole crowd got, like, quiet, and there everyone's just trying to, like, process what just happened. Such a, such a, such a sad comeback, but, yes, um, so we're gonna start, so we started with them, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what my favorite scene with those two has been together, and I feel like the most memorable scene is after, I think it's like that initial one where after they go out hunting, and this is before he comes into the picture, um, Negan comes into the picture, officially comes into the picture. Um, the, uh, was it the Navy suit or the the Army suit? Where they're stuck in that like small little brinky dig dink town while they're out scavenging. And Wait, who is this that you're talking about? Abraham and Sasha and Abraham's like do you have a death wish for Sasha like to Sasha and like it's like a weird I don't know if you remember and like it cuts to him being on a rooftop with a dead zombie and then he like he like steals all the like he finds like the old military like the abandoned military trucks oh yeah 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 okay yes I don't know why but that scene sticks out of my mind where they're like having a conversation in this abandoned sort of like office yeah. And then, like, on their way back, they're both sitting there. And then he was, like, that's when he, like, says to her, like, you know, um, like, he kind of wants to really be with her. And I can't remember the line he says to her, but I know it's amazing. <laughs> I got to find the line. But yeah. Go on. <laughs> I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah, it's just, like, such a great... I don't know why that's... <laughs> it is. I just... He's just... Uh, my heart hurts. I'm so sad. Okay, let's move on to something else, to another couple. And this one is going to be a bromance between Rick and Daryl. Ah! <laughs> I can't. Cutest bromance. Feel. Like when they separated them, I was so upset. Honestly, you know how I feel about Norman Reedus. 
I love him. And Daryl is just, a, he's, he's such a fan favorite. Yeah, he's like the, the heartthrob of the show, I feel like. For fans. Oh, no. For fans. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I love their friendship because it, it's something that built over time. Because, you know, Daryl's, Daryl's so guarded mm-hmm. and so it's such a loner. But Rick is kind of like almost uh, almost the opposite of that. I feel like he was always, like, he always saw the good in people while Daryl kind of always saw, like, people always wanted something from him. Like, it wasn't just, like, he's always more skeptical. Yeah, like, he was, he always assumed the worst in people. Yeah, but But they're they're a fun friendship duo. They are. I think that they complement each other really well, and I love how in the show they've kind of been playing with, like, the one scene where they first meet Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Okay, yeah. Where they're both, like, kind of, like, they're in sync. And I was just like, yes to the bromance. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it just, it makes me happy when the, these friendships are really put in the forefront. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, do you have, like, a pivotal scene between Rick and Daryl that you're, like, all about? Because I can always, I think for each couple, I have a certain scene that states that sticks in my mind for me it's kind of um it's after uh, the baby was born in the prison after Lori dies and then it's like rick and this baby and they're like well what the heck do we do with this baby and then they don't have a name for her or whatever and then daryl like dubs her little kick ass or something like that ass kicker little ass, ass kicker. kicker um that scene kind of like really summed up like a really good start to a really good friendship between them because it was almost like in Daryl's way saying like, I got your back. I'm here for you. Like we're family. I accept your baby. Yeah. (laughs) I accept your baby. That killed your wife. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Even though it's not your baby. Let's make that very clear. Right. Um. (laughs) Oh my God. Poor Rick. But no, I think that this is like a really, I thought that was a really great scene because they could have, given the situation, they could have been like, look, a baby's a risk. We're peacing out. Like, we're not going to be a part of this. But Daryl was like yeah. the first one to speak and say, yeah, we're we're family. So I kind of love that. Yeah, that was cute. What about you? Between these two, um, <sighs> I don't know, that last scene where they hug it out was really... Uh, a touching moment for me. Um, yeah, I feel like that one for me right now, because I, I don't know if that's the most current, but I also felt like that was the moist, the moist, what? The most. Whoa, Damaris, whoa. <laughs> I know, the most poignant one so far, just them coming back together. I don't know why, but I could, for some reason, which I also found to be one of the most heartbreaking ones, was when Beth died, how they all kind of like, God. that was also a painful moment that was so painful and just like to see them kind of rally together and help each other get through that I felt like it was really great but I feel like their friendship has definitely stood the test of time and we're gonna see how that kind of comes about but yeah that's that's all I can remember is just like him carrying her and Rick there and just like them standing side by side it was just like so poetically beautiful and tragic at the same time. But. That was so hard to watch, too. Okay, we're not dwelling on the sad scenes. No, we're not. Okay. 
Okay, so another couple. Rick and Michonne, is that who you're going to talk about? Because I know that's who you want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, come on. We all kind of saw that coming. <laughs> I didn't. Because, like, she was such a hard-ass and he was such a hard-ass. I was like, no. They, like, they had a good friendship, but I felt like they butted heads. Like, they were just two strong personalities that couldn't really date. But then when they started dating, I was like, oh, that, that makes sense. sense. No, I completely agree. Like, at first... I couldn't, like, when she first joined the group, I couldn't see it. And then when she started, she got really close to Carl. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, maybe she's going to take on, like, almost, like, this mother role, like, unofficially or, like, a big sister role for him. Because I didn't, Michonne, I I feel like she looked really young until we got sort of her backstory. I didn't realize, because, you know, um, she does look really young. And then... Once they started forging that relationship and that friendship where he was always counting on her, it kind of made a lot of sense for them. It's like... Yeah, well, yeah. Because Michonne... It's all about proximity. Michonne, before the breakout, or the outbreak, the breakout, before the outbreak, she had a son. She had a baby, and she lost him due to this and craziness. Yeah. And a husband. And she lost them. And so... And brother, right? I think she lost the entire family. Probably. If I remember correctly. Yeah. But go Well, on. I do remember she had a little kid and she lost him. So, like, when she was, her relationship with Carl was, like, forming. It was natural. Yeah. yeah. It made sense to me because I'm like, well, she had a son. And he probably would have, you know, been in the same situation Carl's in. Yeah. So, it yeah. made, that made sense to me. And then when I, she really cared for Judith and she was always kind of around, too, for Judith. So it was kind of, it made, yeah, afterwards it made a lot of sense. And then she had, like, that whole motherly vibe going. And then it just, it it worked out. Yeah, it was never really intrusive. I think that, like, she, like, again, like, the characters kind of had to deal with their own grief. But, you know, it's all that proximity. Like, there's not many people out there that you're going to be around or that you can trust who are not going to kill you or turn you or, you know, use you. Um, You are with a group and you get along with people and it's all about closeness. I think if you're close with some people and over time, it only naturally makes sense that you're going to gravitate towards them. And Rick is a hot piece of ass. (laughs) So why not? (laughs) And Michonne is so beautiful. And so like, she's so independent and so fierce. Like it makes sense that they would get together. It makes sense. It does. It's just, like, they are a power couple. I fear what's going to happen to them, though. Because you know that <laughs> it just doesn't last. We got lucky with Maggie and uh, Glenn, but that lasted a while. Oh, my God. Maggie and Glenn. And, yeah. But, what's your... Okay, before we move on, what's your favorite scene with Rick and Michonne? Um, with Rick and Michonne... There's a few, but I think, were they, like, first hooked up? (laughs) With the gum? With the Mentos or the toothpaste? I can't remember. No, no, no. Like, where they, like, first started making out. Like, they weren't Yeah, on the couch. On the couch. Yeah, where he, like, didn't she ask for toothpaste or something? Or he asked for it? I think it was, like, something along those lines where someone asked for toothpaste and they found Mentos 
and then they like started holding hands and then they like went in. Oh no, yeah, you're right, you're right. No, but that Sorry, I remember this very well. <laughs> that seat or that uh yeah, well that moment for them because it was so gradual and so natural. It was it didn't it wasn't forced. It wasn't oh because the world is ending, we have to hook up. It was just kind of it was cute. What I would do, of course. No I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> it was cute because it it seemed so innocent. It was just very I mean, and you have two grown adults in this world where they're just like constantly killing stuff that's already dead. The whole situation just seems like crazy and then you have these two adults having this innocent like I think I like you moment and it's kind of it's kind of adorable. Yeah, it kind of brings you back to what life was like before everything sort of ended. Yeah. I think that's what I really liked about it. And I also like the fact that it was almost already established mm-hmm. her role in the group. It wasn't like, oh, she was there because of Rick. She kind of came in, she worked her way in. She, you know, she pulled her she pulled her weight. She kind of showed her worth. And even when that relationship with Rick was really, um, when they first kind of, after they kissed and even after that, she didn't even agree. She was just like, are you okay? Like when every, after everything that happened with Negan, she was still kind of like trying to figure out how she could help, how she could do it and still be independent and figure out how to save the people that she loved. And I kind of loved that dichotomy between those two because he was kind of broken and she was kind of trying to rise up to kind of take on the slack for, like, to help him at the same time, which I think really kind of worked. Having yeah. It kind of made sense because he was really broken for so long. He was, like, he had really bad post-traumatic stress from that incident. Like, it was, because it is such a traumatic incident, so. Yeah. I, I really love that when she was, like, learning how to, like, be a sniper, but she kind of sucked at it. Stick stick to the katana. <laughs> yeah, that was an adorable couple. They still are. They're still Oh together. yeah, they're still together. That we know of. Um uh, <laughs> I can't take another loss. I don't put it past the Walking Dead to like break my heart Dude. again. Yeah. Well that's what we signed up for. <laughs> okay. What my favorite scene is between those two. I can't think of my only other favorite, I want to say it's, <laughs> it's so random. It's more like when, like, they come out the day, the day after and, like, Carl's just, like, there. And it's so awkward. It cracks me up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the next day. Yeah. It's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Um, now on to everyone's favorite, Maggie and Glenn. Oh, Maggie and Glenn. They're from the originals. There were right because Glenn was one of one of the few of the original from the original group. Yeah, from the first group that we met. First season, and then you know Maggie comes in second season, and that all happens. And their love story was just it was very innocent and very. It gave us all hope in this and you know this dark world. I think that's why everybody rooted for them. I think they res or they resembled. I think they represented like hope hope of things getting back to normal. Back to the normal that we knew despite all of this. Because they they started dating, 
you know, they did, like, the whole regular thing. They started dating. They hooked up, whatever. And then they got married. They actually got married. Like, in a world where that doesn't really matter, they got married. And they were husband and wife. They were engaged, and then they became husband and wife. And I thought that was just... That proved how devoted they were to each other because everything's chaos, but you're my constant. So after that, you know, she gets pregnant and they're going to have a baby and they're trying to form this family in this crazy world. And then Negan. Damn Negan. And you know, yeah, I mean, I think I really like the fact that we don't really get much about Glenn. We only got a lot. We got to know about Glenn last season. Because he mentions his parents. He mentioned, like, sort of what happened. Um, and we should have known right then and there that something was going to happen. <laughs> because if for five seasons we hadn't known much about him, other than that he was, like, a delivery boy, and that was it, um, that should have been the dead giveaway. But, um, what was I going to say? forgot, see? But there was also, you remember when the scene happened underneath the the like what's that called like the big trash like the dumpster after the guy shoots himself and we all think Glenn died oh yeah where he gets stuck under the thing yeah yeah and I remember like Maggie saying no he's like he's alive he's alive like because he had been missing for a while at that point he hadn't come back yet and it was just like that everlasting sort of hope because she said like it was almost like a line along the lines like I know he's still alive because I'm still alive or something along those lines and I was just like, it didn't come off as super cheesy because those lines could be really cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like, it was, it's something that she naturally felt that she said and they came out like very, very meaningful and captivating. It wasn't just something that was said to like, oh, let's just put in a cheesy line and make hearts melt. No, it was like something that was really felt. I think too, because like we, I mean, fans of The Walking Dead, like we're pretty invested in the characters and their relationships. And I think that a lot of, in a way, we know these characters so well that certain things, like that line, we know she meant it. We know that she meant it and we felt it. So it's like, you know, I feel like it's, no, it's not cheesy because she's right. She, like, yeah, it makes sense. We, We get it. I think it really just has to do a lot with, like, us being fans. But. yeah. No, I get it. She's, but their relationship, I just, it hurts that he's gone because they were building a family. Like, they were trying to rebuild normal, and it didn't work. It didn't really work. But I love how in, um, what is that place called with the, the historic house that's still standing, and they have, like, that whole village? Hilltop? Hilltop. When where she, Jesus? Yeah, where Jesus was hanging out. Um, Maggie, in one of those, she like, I can't remember who she's talking to or why she's saying this, but she calls herself Maggie Ree, which is Glenn's last name because, you know, they're married. But I just, that moment to me, yeah, because I'm like, she's in this crazy world where, no, you're not technically really married because none of the rules seem to apply like you are. And you're holding your to The rules are arbitrary, though. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, I love that because she's so devoted to this man and 
not like in a I'll become your slave kind of way but like in a way that it's like I'm in love with this man and this is what I choose in this crazy world yeah that was beautiful such a that a great story um such a tragic ending but even in that when she's at the hilltop one of the last episodes when she kind of finally she starts it's like the I want to say it's like well not one of the last episodes but before they go on that like hiatus the winter break hiatus uh, when she puts on his hat and then Abraham's shirt, mm-hmm. I lost it. I was like, tears, a lot of tears, a lot of tears. It just goes to show how strong the connection and the bond is in this group. Um, now, I want to talk about one more person. Okay. And maybe, and I feel like this is something where we're going to have to get opinions from people or like, and it, like a vote or something. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> I really... <laughs> Really, Daryl and everybody. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm a big, I was a big fan. Like, I really thought, I, I, and I think everybody else would have felt the same way if it would have gone there. Like, Daryl and Beth. Yeah. would have been so cute. But then there's also those, like, Daryl and Carol people. Yeah. But I, see, I feel like Daryl and Beth, if Beth had lived, would have been better. Simply because she was so pure and innocent. And he was so, like, cynical and just a little bit darker. And it would have really been a great balance. Like, and they were learning from each other. Yeah. Until she died. Until she got taken and, you know, then died. You know. But. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go. You say, go. Like, with the whole Carol thing. Yeah. It's just like, Carol is forced to really grow up. And becomes such a complete op- the complete opposite of everything she was before. Mm-hmm. That I feel like she would have been too much for Daryl. Does that make sense? It does. And going off of what you said, I agree. Because Carol, for those of you who don't remember, was in a very abusive relationship with her. In the first season? In the first husband. season with her husband. So, you know, like there's that whole backstory. They have a kid together who's like... I don't know, like eight or something. So you know they've been together for a while and she's been abused for that long, if not more. So she's still kind of guarded. She's still kind of guarded because she was hurt for so long and then you're in this place where people are just killing each other. And Daryl, you mentioned before, like he's just been guarded. Like that's just who he is for some reason. Well, we you also learn about his childhood and his brother and his father. Which he tells to Beth. That's true. In, one of, in that last episode that they're actually together before she's actually taken. And um, I also felt like Carol has this motherly thing about her. Regardless of like all the crazy. She has this motherly thing about her where it just seems like whenever there's someone in need. She kind of. Yeah, she's there in like a motherly way. So I never really got any kind of like. Like romantic, yeah. Yeah. Like I never really got any of that, but I I saw that she really loved Daryl in this different way because he was this like wounded little puppy, and she was I will help you. He's an outsider. They're kind of like outsiders in that way. Yeah, he's a loner because of everything. Like they do have things in common, and she's she felt very alone because her abusive husband made her feel that way for so long. Right. It, it'll, they've both been hurt by people. 
and right. that made them both survivors and obviously very useful and useful for the world that they're living in now but I don't know I just felt like Carol wouldn't take his crap now yeah and no but I, I feel like I, what, I, what I liked about Beth was like she's very sweet and innocent about it but also had that light lighter side to her but she could also call him out on it right yeah and I totally agree I really I didn't see Beth's death coming at all so I was like oh they're gonna be a couple so yeah no! that's how when that went that oh, <laughs> the whole oh, I can't I can't I can't relive it that was so sad because it was though like he actually opened up to somebody and he actually was very he was actually open for once in this whole very show horrible. yeah and he opened himself up to her and she opened himself up to him and they realized they had a lot in common. They did. They had a lot in common. And I think that that could have grown into, like, a beautiful romantic relationship because of that moment that they spent her. together. Yeah. I need her back. But, but she's dead. <laughs> right? The Walking Dead just kills, kills all of our hopes. dreams. And, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so I wonder... I really do wonder what's going to happen next. Now we have a blooming relationship with Carl and... What's her name? <laughs> Enid. Enid, thank you very much. Um, so that's obviously they shared their first kiss, and so that was so cute and, and really sweet. And Carl is one that Carl is one that I love and hate all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and obviously we're gonna get more from Michonne and Rick, and I really do wonder what's gonna happen with Daryl. I mean, there's also the theory that he may be gay, and if he is, whatever, I'm down. I just want to. Be happy and in love. We just want Daryl to have some romance in his life. That's what I want. Duh. Uh, <laughs> and I would like to see... Who's the other one I would like to see more of? Um, Jesus. Uh, he's my... He's, like, quickly becoming a favorite. So... Plus he's gorgeous. I... Yeah. I kind of have a crush on Jesus, and it's weird saying it that way because it just sounds weird but I kind of have a crush on him <laughs> because every time just... I say it, I'm just like he's dreamy he's very dreamy but he's I... also very like um he just does things with a smile and not like in a psychopathic kind of way it's like he doesn't like kill someone and smile about it but he just <laughs> things happen and he just like yeah we it's made clever. it through that didn't we <laughs> like He's just, like, very chill. He kind of goes with the flow. I would agree. Yeah. I would definitely agree. He does go kind of with the flow and, like, he's very level-headed. Yeah. Or everybody else just kind of quickly loses it. They either lose it and they blow up or they lose it and they break down. Where he's just like, well, we need to act. And I feel like him and Maggie are very similar. Yeah. Because Maggie's also very level-headed, and I think that's why they get along. Yeah, I think after everything... Maggie had I time to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And he fought for her to be there. Yeah. Which I really, I thought that was really great. But I think that they all, there is that commonality between them. And I think that they're going to form a really great bond and friendship. Yeah. I think that because they're going to be able to see eye to eye. And maybe that'll lead to, like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? To, like, um, not a deal, but, like, a, an alliance with them. Yeah. 
but that I he, can't wait to see also what happens with Carol and Ezekiel. Aren't you know they so, they're kind of adorable. <laughs> and you know, I love my multiracial relationships, biracial, multiracial, I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> that That's definitely a romance I can see happening. They just, that would totally work. Yeah, because he's very strong-headed, and he's just, like, not giving up. It's just, it's just like, leave me alone. And he's like, nope. Um, and who else? I think that's it. But, yeah. And let's see if anything happens with Jesus, if we get anyone new for him. Because I really don't see him with anyone in the current group. I don't either. I feel like Jesus is more of, like, a metaphor for, like, hope. Yeah, but still, he's hot. Let's see him with someone. But he's hot. <laughs> you know who I I want I to see? Backstory. Yes, I want more backstories. That'd be great. I want to yeah. know Negan's backstory. But Negan, I would oh. love to see him with a therapist to clear up whatever the heck I, is going on with him. You know what? I really do think that before the apocalypse, this is what I think. Before the apocalypse, he probably was very down in his luck, like on his luck, and things did not work out for him, and he felt beaten down by life. That when the apocalypse came about, it was his time to shine, and I feel like he took that to the yeah. next level. I that's my general opinion. Like you know, like overcompensation. Yeah, that's what I generally feel happened with him. Like he was just, he wasn't like what people maybe what women would normally be gravitated towards and or maybe he wasn't as strong physically mentally emotionally and when the apocalypse happened it gave him the opportunity to reinvent himself into a complete douchebag you don't know my theory what he had two sons and they were all hunters supernatural oh. <laughs> <laughs> But I wonder if you guys have any theories as to what you think would happen either with Daryl or with Carol and Ezekiel and Jesus um, in the show. Or who's Let your favorite know. couple? We want to know. Yeah, because we might have not mentioned some of them. We didn't mention, like, quite a few. There were a lot. Yeah, like Shane and Lori. We didn't mention Rick and Lori. Um, we didn't mention a lot. Yeah, Ex there's a lot. Husband. What's her face in the her governor? Boyfriend. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, Andrea. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention a lot, so. But yeah, let us know and tweet us. Uh, yeah. Tweet, tweet. So, yeah, so thanks for sticking and let us know what you think of tonight's episode. Oh, we're so excited. <laughs> so excited. But um, you guys have an awesome Valentine's Day this week. And stay tuned for next week when we figure out what else we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.